Welcome to The Luxury Code, where we decode the mindset, the marketing, and the business approach of successful luxury brokers. Welcome to The Luxury Code. Today, I've got the world-famous Ben Balak in the house. Hello. What's up, man? Hey, how are you? Dude, I am so excited you're here. And of course, your former coach... Why is he here? I want, he was not on the calendar invite. I, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so, he was here. I just threw him in. What's up? Coach Pass. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. This is a new Tom Ferry show. This is where we pit you with your old, old coach, coach and then exactly. your coach will now complain to you. Exactly. Let me tell you all the things about Ben that drove me nuts and the why I kicked him out of my schedule. Okay. In all seriousness, we have, uh, we've got an iconic person here on the show. We're talking luxury real estate. We're talking specifically maybe Southern California now that you're also kind of in the desert, it sounds like. Yeah. But for the people that don't know, Ben, who you are, give them just a little backstory. What did you do before real estate? Mm -hmm. Why did you get in and why luxury versus anything else? Um, well, I'm known to be a grinder. Yes. Uh, reason for that is because I grew up in Philadelphia mm -hmm. and I moved to Los Angeles to be an actor after yes. I graduated school. And yes. um, I got to a point where I was just like, I could not wait tables anymore. And literally right. someone said, hey, you would be good at real estate. And I was at that moment, I was like anything to get out of this place. Yes. Yes. So what year was that? That was in like 2010, I think. Okay. Yeah. 2011 right. or so. Okay. And then I started asking around and someone said, the company doesn't matter. Be heat seeking to a mentor. Yes. Found my mentor. And then my mentor was, uh, I basically rode his coattails mm -hmm. from Keller Williams, where mm -hmm. he was for five years. I'd been there for nine months. He's like, I'm going to TELUS, which ultimately was purchased by Douglas Elliman. Yep. He was like, you should come with me, I think. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, you birthed me into this. I right, go where you go. go. Yeah, exactly. So he, we were there for two years to like almost the day. And yep. then we went to the agency because he wanted to continue selling more things. I was there for nine months with him. And then the rest is now history I've been at the agency now I think for like seven years but so would you say yeah. solo or mentor kind of team how did that work um, I think it's, a, it's an important distinction for someone that's new and listening because mm -hmm. this is how all the greats got there you know what's funny is when I meet younger people in the business that want mentorship they kind of want it all they want mentorship yeah. they want salary they want and benefits leads. <laughs> yes, and leads, and leads. <laughs> for yes. three and a half years mm -hmm. i was on no salary of any kind with this man and i basically said i want to be on every call mm -hmm. and i want to be i want to run your business so at the right. very end he gave me which now retroactively um i probably could have used chris voss's book at the time sure maybe like a sure. simple mirror and label sure, yes <laughs> give me a few more points <laughs> yes <laughs> what i hear you saying is yes. uh, you're bugging me yes. um, but basically at the end um i said uh i launched every listing yes and i ran every escrow and um i did that even longer than even some of his clients they were saying like you should be out on your own they were saying right, it to me right. um but i did it because i wanted to hit the ground running and also my company at the time was only 60 agents and you couldn't be there sure um so i wanted them to let me stay and um so yeah that's basically it i guess to answer your question more succinctly is i just wanted to crush right. and i was willing to do it for free right now there's some like Ben Belak stories about calling expireds, like mm -hmm. getting started. Like we talk about it even today. I did it today with a, a live show where I said, the guy's like, well, what, what other ways can we get listings? And I literally said, if you're in the high end, yeah. there's actually expired listings. Mm -hmm. And I strongly recommend you go out to them if you have the right strategy, the sure. right approach, the right brand, the right track record, you know, all those things matter. Yeah. 
But I don't think you had any of those when you got started calling expireds. Un- unpack yeah. for us expireds for the person that's listening. I mean, I first started door knocking when I was with the mentor, and I realized that my sphere of influence was full of uh, people working in hospitality who could mm-hmm. not afford to buy in Los Angeles and right. weren't homeowners. Right. And starving actors. So right. none of I, I turned in one day and I said, "Look, I think it's knock or die." And he was yeah. like, "I don't know what you mean." I'm like. I have to door knock or I'm gonna die, dude. Like, yes. I gotta simple. go meet. I gotta go meet people because my spirit. <laughs> I'm is like, how do, you, how do you not get this? Yes. Um, What's the old line? Like, you you can pick the doors you knock, but you can't necessarily pick your sphere. They're, they're already there. <laughs> yeah, that, right? I like that. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, what happened for me was around 2018, and this mm-hmm. is gonna sound super bougie, but I'm gonna run with it. I was like, I'm tired of selling houses that are a million and a half, two million bucks. I think that's an important distinction. I, that's an iconic. That's no. I think it's an iconic move. Why is Jason here? Um, so basically, um, <laughs> he's your voice of reason. <laughs> I know. Yes. 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 By the way, I, please continue because if you don't, I, I'll I'll go off a bougie mountaintop that won't yes. be good. Um, hashtag bougie mountaintop. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No. But so what happened was I got to a point yes. where I said I want to sell things that are north of ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. So what I realized was because my SOI was I did not have the benefits of nepotism like mm-hmm. someone's father sure. being in the business or sure. just growing up there. Sure. Yeah. I went to the right school. Yeah. Know everybody. Yada, yada. Yeah. Or just being from L.A. Right. Um, I realized that my in would be expired because I knew that I could at least I believed mm-hmm. that I could convince the sellers that or no, that we would both agree on one principal thing was that the last agent didn't do a good job. Right. So if I could navigate the gauntlet of the calls. Mm-hmm. If you could get the seller to say, that's right. Yes. If you could get them to say, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. And um, Phil Jones 101 right there. Well, it's funny, too, because now my team and I, like, we, we've been on, like, this six-week role play thing mm-hmm. where um, I'm – they kind of say what they like. The person that's that's the agent in the role play says what they what they wish they had done better. And then as the trainer, I expand on ideas and I tell them like, at the, you're gonna feel it in this moment of the calls when the the homeowner's asking you to close them. Right. So we we we've kind of like flow charted it out in a way, which now we're in the process of mapping out top to bottom so they can have it on their wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I just felt like. It, and if it was a 25, 35, like massive listing, I could just tap the shoulder of someone at my company, split it, and then mm-hmm. next time mm-hmm. I don't need them. Okay, but back up though. How did you, were you coaching me at this point? No, not back then. Okay. We started in 2020. Okay, 2020. Okay. So, so how did you even get a $25 million seller on the phone? Or did you? What, Honestly, was, your, what was your tactic to, to get it to get them? Well, actually, I got one for $8 million that mm-hmm. had been with other agents, like one that's currently on television. Mm-hmm. And then um, I sold that in two weeks. <laughs> one that's currently on television. Yeah, uh, they're brothers. Um, they, they couldn't sell it. I sold it in two weeks. And then I got another one where... Um, uh, that was ten. I mean, it was it was several. And how how Vulcan Seven? Okay, and and just smiling and dialing. So I got and occasionally they answer the phone. No, no, no. Actually, if you buy the right data, and there's lots of data sources, mm-hmm. yes. um, they're gonna answer. They're gonna yes. answer. And if you put in the time, they're gonna answer. And um, 
I mean, did I smile? No, I, I role played like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. I learned. And then what happened was, and this is what I see my team doing in the six week role play thing that we're doing is sure. after a while, you stop role playing. You stop being like, ring, ring. Hey, it's so-and-so. You yeah. just drill the objection and yes, the objection manager. Exactly. Because exactly. at the end of the day, there's really only like 10 objections. And then your improv mirroring and labeling mm -hmm. is what gets you the yes. appointment. Yes. So, so let's talk about yeah. the 10 objections. So, you know, uh, we're going to list with the same agent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going to take it off the market. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you handle just those two basic ones, the two obvious ones? Well, I, I always, I tell my team and I'll tell everyone who's listening before I get to my scripts, everyone just like yeah, wants yeah, no, the scripts. No, you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that is when in doubt, mirror. Yes. If the call's fast, mirror. Your goal is mm -hmm. to slow the call down. Mm -hmm. If you can slow it down then you get a chance. Mm -hmm. So um, my um, my team mirrored me today when they were saying like, good luck today talking with Tom. They were like, what time are you going? I said one. He goes, one o'clock. And I was like, yeah, one o'clock. I started explaining one o'clock. <laughs> I need to get there. I got an Uber. It's close. I yeah. have to check out this whole yeah. thing. So what's funny is, is that when the other person is explaining, mm -hmm. they're losing, I feel. Right, right. So if they're explaining, you're driving the call. So the less you talk, so mm -hmm. I'm always like mirror, mirror, jab, mirror, label, yep. jab. So to answer your question, um, we're just going to take it off the market. This is uh, from Tom Tool. Yeah. Totally makes sense that you're going to take it off the market yep. after something doesn't sell for six mm -hmm. months. You're going to regroup re-game plan. But can I just ask you one quick question? What is your mindset taking your house off the market in what might be the best seller's market Los Angeles has ever seen? Well, we just thought it didn't work and we felt we staged it properly. Mm -hmm. we, we thought we did all the right things, but uh, for whatever reason, we had an offer early, but it was just totally unacceptable. So you did all the right things. We, we felt we did. And you, you staged it. We staged it and we, you know, we, we like did some light painting, some light cleanup as the agent recommended. And mm. I felt, I felt it was really show ready. Mm -hmm. um, we got an offer that was totally unacceptable and then it just kind of died. So again, mirror, 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 mm -hmm. Jeff Mays. Mm -hmm. I totally hear you and I agree with you, but I'm looking at the listing right now on Zillow and mm -hmm. I see some glaring marketing gaps. This is such a good one. <laughs> such a good I hope everyone wrote that down. I'm look give it to me again. I just say like I'm looking at the listing right here on Zillow and I see some glaring marketing gaps. And what I mean specifically by that is we are in a battle of attention. Buyers are swiping through homes with attention deficit disorder on Zillow, Redfin and Trulia with the same attention uh, deficit disorder that they're swiping through partners on Match.com, mm -hmm. and if we don't emotionally captivate them, <laughs> sorry, you, you got the, the one seller does. You got too. the one single person in the room is giggling over here. Yes, but that's what that's <laughs> right. what seller. They usually right. laugh there too. Yeah, and I say if we don't emotionally captivate them, and what I mean by that specifically is. If we don't show them at first contact how their life is going to improve by buying this house at this location, they're just gonna keep swiping. And that's the difference. So by example, I'm seeing your beautiful pool as photo 36. They're out by photo four. Right. So these small nuances are the differences between getting a house sold and pushing on the barriers of the local neighborhood record and you and your last agent scratching your head and saying, I'm just gonna take it off the market. So, can I come by Thursday at two or Friday? <laughs> yeah. You know how it goes. Right. You know right. how it goes. Right. You know I how it goes. It. I love it. So, so someone listening right now who 
you've seen probably the same thing I see. Ben, I want, I want to get in the luxury market, but like those sellers are different. Those buyers are different. Mm -hmm. What say you? They're not really different. And I've heard one of my friends and colleagues on this show talk about how they're different and like you got to have the market knowledge and all that. But then how do you explain Artie Tavangarian, who is the best developer in mm -hmm. Los Angeles, mm -hmm. all of the major sales um, on Sarbonne and the Palisades, mm -hmm. all these mm -hmm. things for like massive numbers. He's just hiring the company that has put his daughter that where his daughter hangs a license. Right. So what I would say is, um, yes, you have to know your market, um, but I would say that it's more important to be known first and then liked second. Mm -hmm. The rest you can rely on those people in your office, those affiliations right. in those meetings. So. I used to say to people, and I still do, like, oh, prospecting, you know, I preach so much prospecting, but that I think in the world we're in now, uh, particularly while we're all getting pinged so much on the phone, et cetera, is that you really got to focus on being known. I, You and I are like, it's it's market first, prospecting second. Market first, so you know who I am. Yeah. Speaking of marketing, you know, the yeah. gentleman to our right here or your left. Yeah. Market first, and then you follow up with phone calls, and they're like, oh, I know you. It's right. just they, much, they just, like, that's it's much easier. Yeah. It's much easier coming when someone's friend mm. refers you or yes. you're doing some client appreciation event and someone brings a friend. Right. It's, yeah. It is easier. And as, as much as I like to tout my, you know, my belt of uh, expired role play champion right. from Summit right. 2006. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I still have that belt. <laughs> um, and, and as much as I think that is an art, I do think that making is just really loving on your SOI right. is gonna get right. you in the room and then you can bring in a closer. Right, right. I, I wanted you to talk about the expired specifically because so many people that I talked to are like, okay, I wanna get in. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I do it? I'm like, okay, you can take your database, you can scrub it against Google Maps and you can see who do I already know, right? Like, I can get there that way just through relationships. I'm like, or you could buy leads in that marketplace. That's another option. We've seen a lot of people do that certainly over the last you know seven to 10 years. But the other way is I'm like expired. So you just, you touched on it and went there and I loved it because I think somebody needed to hear that as a reminder to be gritty, right? Yeah, to had, be willing to do grind. the work. It is a grind. It is a I grind. I mean, we started in our office. Um, one of the, our president, Billy Rose, started recently this um, thing like real estate stories in our office yes. meeting. And um, I told a crazy story recently, which I'm not going to go into here. But the thing is, is like, this person would not hire me no matter what. And I wanted this listing more mm -hmm. than anything. And in the middle of a meeting that was about to start in the rain, and you don't go anywhere in the rain in SoCal, everyone thinks it's like a blizzard. It's panic. I literally drove all the way up to Malibu to get this very meaningful gift to this woman. And she was Chinese. So like I handed it over in a red box with my hands like this in the pouring rain. I mean, you gotta grind if you right. wanna rise. Otherwise, you know, you can be one of those agents who I talk to when I recruit, and they're like, I've been in the business for 30 years, and I've done yeah. 600,000 in volume this year. And I'm like, cool, word. <laughs> 600,000 <laughs> You know? And, but you will respect me because I've been doing yes, this for 35 years. Yes, for 30 years, you're like, uh, yes. Yeah, so if you want to- Slow, painful death. There are agents, I think, that want to just make money. Yes. And that's fine. That's all good. But if you want to rise, you're going to have to grind. You just have to pick your grind. Right. Choose your heart, baby. Choose your Choose heart. Your heart. Choose exactly. your heart. Exactly. You just said that recently. Yeah. So let's let's talk about iconic moves. The the thing that I know, we know many of the same. You know, luxury agents here. I mean, I clients in Sydney. Sure. You know, the top agents in Munich. 
they all they all did something in their career mm-hmm. that they were like, oh, I don't know if this is gonna work. And then they look back three or four years later and they're like, Yeah, that was me. I did that. Right. Okay. That that was the beginning. And I I can think of a couple of yours, but I'm curious for you if I said to you, what have been the iconic moves that got you more well known, mm-hmm. a better brand, you know, more people talking about you being on the consideration set mm-hmm. for more mega listings? Uh, one was coaching. I appreciate that. Shameless self promotion. Here's twenty five dollars. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, but what, what? Okay, so that's unpack one. that. But what was it? Uh, you know what? An ex girlfriend of mine was like, "You should go to Summit, and I'll go with you." Oh yeah, love it. And we came, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm doing this all wrong." Really? Um, yes. Specifically because I was like, you know what? I'm one of those agents. And by the way, even at the agency in Beverly Hills, I see a few people who do yep. this. Yep. They grind, grind, grind. They get under a contract. They don't delegate. And then as they approach full contingency mm-hmm. removal, as yep. we call it in, yep. in California, they start wigging out. Yeah, where's my ne- pipeline? Where, nothing where, else. Where's yeah. my next deal coming? And then they rich, freak poor, out. Rich, poor, rich, yes. poor, rich, poor, rich, poor, rich, poor. So I was yep. like, I'm doing this wrong. Yes. I need a full pipeline. So yep. coaching helped yep. me with that. And that's why I still coach today. Love it. Um, the other thing was making a serious dedication to loving on my sphere, which mm-hmm. means a couple random gifts per year. Yep. And now we're getting back to these, um, these client appreciation events. And what right. I realized was, was that the venue was more important than what was going on there. Uh-huh. So now just because of the type of city I live in, we're trying to do it at places like Soho house, yes. um, San Vicente bungalows, if we can get a room because people will that can't it's, normally it's get an in. iconic experience yeah. exactly yes. and if they can't get in i'll get them in yes. basically so yes. that we're, we're working on that and then of course making a very um uh unrelenting commitment to working the phones to grow the sphere larger yes and then of course my youtube stuff mm-hmm. and then lastly building a team so five iconic moves mm-hmm. right the the acknowledgement that potentially there's a better way Right, mm-hmm. you can build a repeatable and scalable business, coaching pipeline, all that stuff. Number two, though, was you said loving on your sphere, and you yeah. started by saying a couple of gifts. So, did you read the book Giftology? Did you hear the interview I did with the author, or did was that just innately something you were already um, give to uh, get, you know, give to receive, or love the reciprocity? I, to be honest, I didn't read a book on it because um, I was like, I I don't need to read a book. I was gonna <laughs> give some gifts. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I get so that. So I would just start. I like I was like, I'm gonna send a candle out, and then I started sending yeah. like those things that you you know you touch your phone to and then it mm-hmm. gives you a business card but that had my logo on it yeah um i don't remember where i don't I, you know what it may have been from a colleague i don't sure. i'm not sure but yeah. i just felt it was a way to stay in touch and to say i'm thinking yep. about you in in 2018 i think i had glenda baker on stage and she mm-hmm. talked about you know 17 oh, days yeah. before closing I, a box of cupcakes would show up with a countdown one through 17 oh, my and gosh. i was like oh that's beautiful right like it's 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 you remember it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hope that it closes on time because otherwise, here's an extra cupcake just in case, right? <laughs> here's the but, contingency cupcake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's the $2,500 to you from the lender cupcake. Um, <laughs> so good. Wow. Sorry, Glenda. We are real <laughs> right. estate nerds. Right. Because that's not funny to anyone else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dot com. Okay. So, so a little giftology, client events. I have been the biggest advocate of client parties. And it's so, like, do you ever have the, no one's ever going to show up. They all are yes. SVP, but no one's going to show up. And I'm on the hook for like food and drinks in this location. Well, and we then- we stole a really good idea from Soho House. Soho House would do like a trivia night once a month. Smart. And what they would do is, is the winning group, their bill would be paid for. 
Mm -hmm. So basically what we do is we do trivia and they'll be like, let's say it's around the holidays. We'll do 10 questions that are really Thanksgiving and yes. Hanukkah and Christmas yes. centric. Yes. Yes. And then we'll, we'll play like a small amount of uh, 20 songs mm -hmm. and we'll give, uh, and then I can't remember what the second round is, but small, basically a small amount of yeah, 20. Sure. <laughs> let's start with Inagata DeVita by Iron Butterfly. <laughs> 14 yeah, minutes long. Like, you know, no, we'll play like six seconds. <laughs> Straight into Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically we'll give prizes, good prizes yeah. at every round. So and it's then, fun. Yeah, and then also yes. we'll, we'll have a step and repeat up and say, look, if you give Ben a, a positive a video review in front of our step and repeat, we're going to put you in a drawing to win an iPad today. Love it. So we Love just it. make it fun for them. They can win stuff. And again, the venue is important yes. too. So yes. we do those two. We do two of those a year. That's well, that's the plan. Although COVID put a uh, sure. hamper in that. But I'm seeing everybody. I don't know about you with your coaching schedule. I'm seeing my clients racing back to it. Mega oh, yeah. open houses like, you yeah. know, local, local. Hey, this new listing. Invite all the neighbors coming back in. And I'm like. Yeah, have oh, to. Here we go, man. The world's normalizing. We took our masks off on the airplane. Like I know. It's it's go time. I was actually kind of heartbroken because I made a commitment to start really going hard on those mm -hmm. right like heading into 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when everything went down, I was really heartbroken because I I was so I get really excited by new things for the business. For sure. It's just sure. it's just part of my personality. You need yes. to kind of be like uh not just creatively but creatively within the the realm of entrepreneurship. I need mm -hmm. to be excited by that potential shot in the arm is gonna get. So I was excited by that. It's every 18 months is what I find. Every 18 months we need to add something new, reinvent something mm. that all of a sudden your energy is like, I can't sleep, I wanna go, I wanna go, I wanna do this again, I wanna tell everybody about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the fourth thing under Iconic Moves was your YouTube channel yeah. and you fluffed that off like it was no big deal and then went right to Teams. I remember sitting in the room, so do you, Tom. Myself and Jay Abraham. Tom takes credit for this, by the way. Every time I see him, <laughs> he brings this moment up. And Ladies now and gentlemen. it is memorialized on the podcast. Yes. He I remembers the. It. Okay, but go ahead, please. I tried to talk him out of video, <laughs> but the bastard did it anyway. God. I was like, with a personality like yours, you should be a writer. Yeah, you were right? like, you, you have a face no for video. radio. <laughs> okay, tell your version of the story then. So basically, we were at this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. We were at this mastermind. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Please tell, please tell it your way. I want to hear your way. Well, we were talking about preeminence. Yes. We are talking about how do you scale trust. Yeah. And, and remember, we're sitting with this collection of some, some pretty extraordinary characters totally. in this industry. Yeah. I mean, everybody that was there, whether they were from Hawaii or New York City, everybody was somebody in their marketplace. But the thing that I kept saying to everybody was, look, the thing that put me on the map was in 2007. I got in front of a flip video yes. camera and went like this. Hey, welcome to Life by Design. People are like, why is your hand always coming away? <laughs> I'm like, because I am the editor. It's the magic trick. The, right? Oh my God. And why does every video end like this? <laughs> right? But I, look, I remember just talking to you and, and as your personality continued to shine during that event, it was just obvious, right? That this was a waste of talent. Right, unless you put yourself on video, and I didn't care what platform you, because I knew any platform you picked, your chops, your personality, your worldview, your energy, your passion, I just knew it would explode. Thanks, man. I that appreciate was it. that. All right, podcast's over. Thanks. I just yeah. wanted to get that out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it's because I said I coaching was one of them. I got that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what, no. <laughs> so, 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 but what was the decision and what have you done? Okay. And, and unpack for some of the details. So basically when, when we were in this uh, mastermind, which I actually feel like, you know, like part of the um, 
what do they call it? What's that like private group? The um, the Illuminati because like even done <laughs> yes, ones. Exactly. Yeah, you do lots of masterminds, but not like that one. That one was insane. So I was yes. like, yeah, I was yes. in that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so basically, um, when we were in there, I actually there was a guy in there who he's like. I was like, am I in the right room? He like owned the brokerage. He had a team before like this massive move to right, teams. Right. He owned the escrow company title. But anyway, well, I remember Jay had done this example and he we Googled Jay. Yes. And he had like 4.3 trillion results on exactly. Google. Exactly. Yeah. His name. <laughs> right? You were like, that guy's someone. And then we Googled another agent mm -hmm. in the room who mm -hmm. was very successful. Mm -hmm. And there was like eight results. Right. And I was just like, uh, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I get it. So um, I I remember when we were in there, I just felt what the group and you and Jay helped me to understand was, again, that my focus needed to be more on being known, specifically for one reason. The guys who are and gals who are on Million Dollar Listing, they're, they, we can easily see that they are at a certain height in their business, at least in sales volume. Sure. But then you look back at like the Mauricio <laughs> Yamanskis, the Billy Rose, mm -hmm. Blair Chang, these mm -hmm. people that have been in the business for decades right. and they're crushing. And what I realized was I had two choices. I could either be on TV or be on YouTube mm -hmm. or I could wait 30 years and right. hope. And hope right. is not a strategy. Right. So I said, right. I, I have no choice yes. based on what my ambitions are. And that's why I chose to do the YouTube route. See, that's the strategy right there. And yeah. it's your ambition. Because I tell people all the time, like, like, should I geographic farm? I'm like, yes, if you can wait 12 to 18 months yeah. and you can do it for 10 or 20 years, you will control the, it takes a decade. You'll mm -hmm. control the marketplace. Or you can accelerate it by doing this, this, and they go, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I was like, but I doing video is scary. I mean, is it though? And the thing is, I hate when I have to say like, oh, I was an actor because then people come on and they're right. like, oh, he was an so actor. So easy for you. I mean, I wasn't Tom Cruise. I'm still a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, was I that I good? I didn't make it as an actor. <laughs> was Hello? I that good? <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, I, I really think that um, the more you do it, it's yeah. just it's just what you do. It's not that right. hard. And right. what I will say is, is that if you just try it and commit to it, all of those things you were thinking about, they go away like on day two. They right. do. They don't have to wait. Right, okay, what videos in your opinion as his coach did he do that really could be deemed iconic? I, I So the thing I was thinking about is his byline or the signature line. Give it to us. I want to hear what you do it. it. Beverly it? Hills, super realtor. <laughs> like when I wanted him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that line is that I didn't think of it at all. There was no thought behind it. And sometimes I wake up in the morning like in tears. I'm like, yes. why did I do that? But I was like, there I've goes seen... Ben Black, super realtor. <laughs> I know. Yes. I was like, I see, I've seen some YouTube videos and there's an intro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to have so something. I was like, so... hey, and I was like, people say, hey, guys. Right. So I was just like, hey guys, Ben Belak, Beverly Hills super realtor. And I've been saying it since. <laughs> and it just stuck. I've been saying it since. It literally, there was no thought do behind you think, it. He, truthfully, like he went through Google Analytics, like, what do people search for? Super, super realtor. realtor. <laughs> well, it's I'll funny, like, it. when you run a Google ad, like, the default language is yes. excellent real estate agent. Oh, like, that's yes. the default, but it, yes. I digress. Okay, I'll take but it. I, so, your videos, like, you do a lot of home tour videos mm -hmm. and take people through some amazing properties. I remember this one video you did where you were touring a pretty popular home. And at the end of it, there was a half pipe in the backyard. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And so you went barefoot skateboarding in a half pipe. 
And then I remember this is when we were working together. You published yeah. the video and, and had a kind of a generic thumbnail image on it. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I it was watched just like the video. A Twenty million dollar compound in West yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. And I was like, wah, you need wah, to. Wah, wah. Who cares, right? I was like, you need to redo the thumbnail. Wait, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, you did. Real <laughs> yeah. estate, right? Aficionado. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But then I was like, change the thumbnail, do the half pipe, and so you did, and then it just flipping skyrocketed yeah, right. views. Right. But that's I think that's what you do really well is you're an amazing tour guide. When and I, I mean that in the highest Thanks. praise. Like you're Thank amazing you. at mm -hmm. walking people through a property, pointing out details, making it entertaining. And you're one of the few people who I think does long form video at a really high level. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate I, it. I agree. That's my favorite I piece agree. of it is the long yes. form. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is, is um, I had a system with my expireds where I just like wake up in the morning, turn to my phone, move everyone into a bucket, and mm -hmm. then it puts them on like an auto auto oh, yeah. video text campaign. Yep. yep. And um, I ended up getting a response from this woman, and then she was like, "We're gonna take two weeks off," and I mirrored, you know, and then yeah. nothing really. And then on that Friday, I had put another expired under contract, and I was pumped. So I just sent her a video text. I'm like, I know you're taking some time off, but I just put this like $18 million thing under contract with my buyer. And I just want to share the news with someone because I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I don't care. I, I want them to. Did you actually record it like that? Is that yeah, actually what you said? Yeah, pretty much. I, I actually love it. I love that. I love that. I People because, people want to be chased. They want to be wanted. They want you right. to be excited about what you right. do. And also, I was credible. You know, right. but he I just wasn't did it. on he the nose. I right. wasn't on yeah. the nose. So yeah. um, basically, they had me over. And um, then, you know, long story short, I get the listing. I sell this for $8 million. And the, um, the owner, the husband, ended up being the former CEO and president of Coffee Bean. And he was so happy because they were trying to leave for so long yes. and sell this house. And... Um, he said, I will tell your story any way you want. Wow. So I took those questions that we mm -hmm. got, I think, at that one elite yes, retreat. Yes. And I said, I need you to film yourself answering mm -hmm. these questions. Mm -hmm. And he did it from his place in Miami with this crazy ocean behind him. Yes. He filmed this amazing endorsement of mine, which we recut. And now on every listing appointment I go <laughs> to, I go, look. At this level, every agent is going to tell you they're number one at something. Mm -hmm. We're all we're I'm literally in the mesmerizing business, and we're all going to try to out mesmerize <laughs> you. But you yes. know what? Instead of me telling you how great I am, I'm going to let John <laughs> and I play the video. That's great. But that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just think that so many people are just so gosh darn serious yes and i'm not saying to not be serious you have to take it seriously yes. but be a human but there's also the setup for that hey i'm in the mesmerized business yeah. every you're you're setting up the stage yeah for the punch mm -hmm. right so yeah. i'm not going to tell you because anybody like watch what john is yeah saying. let right? and, like, then, and then it comes up smooth move. and then it comes up former ceo and president of coffee bean like right. so there's more right. credibility so anyway really i want to just touch on one thing uh now it's like my podcast um on the youtube thanks for having me on your show <laughs> yeah. um is jason available um <laughs> <laughs> so um what i wanted to touch on with youtube is that i don't know i think that you can absolutely 1000 percent get leads in a market that isn't quite as saturated as mine and where people aren't online looking for real estate porn mm -hmm. um, like my market. Yeah. Yes. But the one thing that changed video for me, and by the way, the woman who I was just speaking mm -hmm. of, on my meeting with her, she quoted a video that I made of a like 2020 year-end recap. 
something about like it was like what what are you planning to do at the end of the year and i said that and she quoted it mm -hmm. so what i learned that video does for not only my soi but also the expired and canceled leads let's say that say yes i'll meet with you tuesday you call them monday for some reason it doesn't happen it builds passive rapport and credibility <sighs> sure in my stead. Like, isn't this, don't you talk this, about this at your yes. seminars? I taught Jason this. <laughs> yes, Ben told me did. everything I know. <laughs> of course you did. It's all from Ben. That's why but he had no, to leave my coaching schedule. Yes, but it's so, um, <laughs> so I used to get a lot of um, flack from other coaches and you know people that do what I do. And they would say, you're putting out this content for free, you're gonna tank our industry. Mm -hmm. People were paying us you know, $400 to go to a seminar, and now you put everything out there for free. And my response was, I can touch way more people mm -hmm. and and I was starting a new company. I was like putting myself on the map like, hey, like me or not, here I am. And enough people said, I like that guy, right? And not everybody signs up for coaching, not everybody goes to an event, but I got people all over the world watching. It's It builds credibility and trust. That's how I look at not, it. Not only that, it's also a feedback loop because for sure. when you put video out there right. all the time, all the time, all the time, while everybody else is waiting for behind the paywall, you uh -huh. can watch our videos, right. we're getting right. feedback in real time of Bingo. what resonates, where's right. engagement. And how many likes, how yeah. many comments, how many shares, the feedback that people say. Yeah. I, I literally had somebody say to me after a, a recent podcast, okay, you, you're laughing at having too much fun during this show. I was like, what? Sorry? <laughs> Sorry. That Someone will say it here, right? Here. Like, right? I was like, okay. <laughs> Katie, make note, no more fun on the <laughs> <No> show. <laughs> Tyrese, you got that? And then in the show notes, producer says, no more fun. No more fun. So if that was you, by the way, that was for you. But also what I can do is like, let's say I have a video that has like 100,000 views or something. Yes. Whether you buy those views or not, you have the option to buy them. For yes. example, we do agent yeah. pro tips on my yeah. team, yep. you know, like uh, which I stole from from uh, His Royal Majesty. Yes. Uh, Tom Tool. Yes. yes. And and what, what I did, what Tom needs to do is yes. Tom needs to take one of those videos and put three hundred dollars into it? And oh, it'll and, get a and suddenly get a hundred thousand views. And then on every recruiting meeting, mm -hmm. he can say, "Look what I'm doing with my agents, and right. look how many views this right. has." Right. Right. Is it a little wrong? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it nothing isn't, to it see isn't. here. <laughs> but here's the thing too about YouTube views: the paid views. One views are like two to four cents for a thirty second view on That's YouTube. Right. They're cheap. Right. Yeah. Right. In any market, anywhere, no yes. matter what. And the other thing is, is I've noticed, I have a lot of clients running YouTube ads. Uh -huh. We're getting better watch completion rates on paid in-stream ads, the ones that are skippable, than we are on organic videos. We're seeing 50 to 80% watch rates. Wow, that's bananas. That's and, it's, and it's because if you choose the right audience to target with sure. content that meets their needs, right. you're going to get a yeah, watch. They'll watch. Yes. Yeah, they'll watch. Yes. Um, and the other thing is like, if I have someone who is an expired and they're, that, let's say they say something aggressive to me, mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I just sold this right down the street for you here's the home door and I sold over eight million bucks and then yeah. what are they gonna do not click on the thumbnail that comes up in the preview of right. me with like a dinosaur behind me right, or whatever right. it is right. so they're right. gonna watch yes. so the video you can what aside from repurposing it across TikTok and Instagram and every Everybody's, other platform yes. um, you really can use it as a business card 100%. Check this out. Here's Check out me my... being credible. This is how I'm yeah. going to show your house. Yep. It's it's a yep. brand. You've built it is. you've built a personal brand. Yeah. So it, it it works so much aside from like I hate when people say like how many leads are you getting? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. You know what Timmy Smith says? I don't know. My phone keeps ringing and people say, "Hey, are you going to come to my house and list it? What video are you going to shoot?" <laughs> I mean, that's that's Shit. a good lead. Yeah. Hi, we'd it's like really to sell good. our house and we watch all your videos. And what video? Are, are there going to be naked people dancing in our house? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it's, yeah. that's it.
Yeah, so I think, and then totally. and then after YouTube, I think the team building portion, but very yes. specifically, yes. I had this wonder when in my beta mode of of starting a team. Yes, I had a guy who you know because because I put out a lot of content, I got a lot of DMs of people saying. Uh, be my mentor. Sure. So I had a guy say all the right things. He was an actor. He was yes. also waiting tables and he articulated exactly what he wanted and the value he was going to bring. Right. And he really truly could never get over his imposter syndrome talking to people and stuff. Mm -hmm. But what's crazy was he ended up leaving the team because he felt bad. He was getting so much support and nothing was happening. But what's crazy is we That's interesting. I know yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. actually yeah. was. He kind of yeah. like bowed out. Yeah. But what's crazy is we started really using tracking. Mm -hmm. And I would say mm -hmm. to them, how's calling going this week or whatever it may be. Yeah. But once the dialers were integrated into Sisu, yeah. how'd calling go? Yes. Great. Really? I don't I see, I see point, zero. I see point three <laughs> hours of power. Yes. Immediately quit. Yeah. So that was also another big thing for me was making the putting the scoreboard up. Right. So we talk about the four disciplines of execution. Yep. Extraordinary book. Execution number one is have a wildly important goal, right? This is who we are. That's what we want to do. Number two is know and track the numbers, right? Like know your KPIs. Hey, it's yeah. 54 Lag conversations measures. to get a sale, right? Lag. And then you've got to have that scoreboard. The second you put a scoreboard up, everybody's like this. Yeah, oh, they, man, it just got real. Clench. It just they got clench. real. Well, I'm not that competitive, Ben. Like, I don't really want my numbers up Really? There. You mean your number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that, that was a really big change for yeah. me, too. And, yes. and frankly, when I recruit and I show people Sisu, yeah. the right agents want to join. Yeah. Right. It's, it that helps with recruiting too. Business people want to join. Yeah, they're like, I want to be held account. Yeah, I right. want to be held accountable. Right. Wait, what? What is this? Did you create this on your own? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Sisu. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I was I wasn't being rude in the middle. Of this. I just went to your YouTube channel to get a sense. Mm -hmm. So you joined in September of 2016, but I would argue you didn't do anything for a while. No. And then today you're sitting at a a, a little just a little sub of 1.1 million views. And, and a lot of people get hung up. We're going to come back to the team in a second, but a lot of people get hung up in like, not enough people are watching my stuff. I want from the both of you, if, if someone says that and they feel like they're putting out quality content, should they spend 300 bucks every single time? Or which ones should they, if they were to invest to have more people see their content? Wait, in advertising? Yes. Wait, I just took a consult and I've been wanting to talk to you about this. So we can okay. use this moment. Are we doing this right you're now? Probably gonna you may disagree actually. Let's hear it. Okay, okay so I, I was trying to understand because I kept getting these comments like, "What this channel should be like massive. And I right. was, once we got a bunch of those, I was like, wait, maybe it should it be? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> should I take this more seriously? So yes. we took a consult with this guy who wrote a book called The YouTube Formula, who yes. works yeah. with Mr. Beast. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And his only clients remaining aside from like teaching, coaching mm -hmm. and stuff like that mm -hmm. is YouTube and Google. He, yeah. he still consults with them. So as you guys know, I do actually what you recommend because I didn't think of it. You told me to do it, both of you in separate ways and times, which was home tours, right. um, driving tours. Mm -hmm. And then I, the last mastermind I went to with you in Orange County, uh, I w went my aha moment, um, well, two of them, but one of them was the Dave Caldwell marketing Right. So the I market, started the market, the market update. The market update. three minutes. I, I just saw. I just was literally seeing your Beverly Hills market update, and I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah, so I, I've been doing it, it. The moment yeah. we went, I got uh -huh. home because uh -huh. I'm like, I can do this with my teleprompter and on on my phone, whatever mm -hmm. is easy. Mm -hmm. So, what he told me was, <clears throat> and I believe TubeBuddy has an alternate opinion, but what he told me was is that I, if you want your 
he said, what is your goal? And I said, I want more people that are looking to buy and sell Los Angeles to be on my channel. Right. And he said that to do that, and by the way, this was his recommendation, I think you need to split your channels. He said, I want you to leave your driving tours and your home tours on the main channel. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to create a separate channel for all of your agent pro tips, for your market updates, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, that are a little bit more short form. Yes. And he said, then eventually you're gonna prune away some of those videos, particularly those that are no longer relevant as they're not um, evergreen as mm -hmm. far as like the market data goes. Yeah. yeah. And you will just have driving tours and home tours. And he said the reason for that particularly was that when you spend money to advertise because people just naturally as human beings, more so than not, are clicking skip ads, right. it's messing with your retention. And because of that, it's not helping you with the YouTube referral engine, which is what we're all trying to hack all the time. Right. So I thought it was interesting. We're just starting. So he's like, you can spend all the money you want on the market updates. Just keep the paid advertising away. So while you- So just to be clear, two channels mm -hmm. or- Two channels. Sub-channels on your main page. Two, two channels. Two separate channels. Two separate channels. Okay. And um, I was really blown away to hear that mm -hmm. because I was also liking the numbers that we were putting into the advertising. But mm -hmm. I also felt like, um, particularly from the people that I care about the most in this arena telling me that um, you two included that the content was strong and I just felt like I was seeing other channels that had larger subscriber base or putting out super boring stuff. Yeah. So that's why we did this consult with him and I guess what I can say is to be continued, I'll right. let you know a what happens. ABT, always be tested. Yeah. yeah I would, what, so, do you, what do you think? What's your so rate? I would say what he was advising is probably in keeping with what TubeBuddy would mostly say. So I've done a fair bit of research. I'm sure this guy's done more than me. Um, what you describe is called a stealth channel, and it's mm -hmm. a pretty widely practiced thing. I have a stealth channel for running ads. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube's algorithm cares about three things. It cares about click-through rate. If I see your video on YouTube anywhere, did I click it to watch it or not? It cares about watch time. If I did mm -hmm. click it to watch it, how long am I watching it? Yep. And then last, it cares about audience retention. Mm -hmm. That watch time gets annihilated if people keep skipping your ad. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. Like With my clients, I'm seeing 50 to 80% watch times. Mm -hmm. on their videos they're running for ads. And so most people I've listened to say like, there's nothing in the algorithm that says we're going to penalize you for running ads. Mm -hmm. It's if the ads produce a negative organic result because exactly. anything's, yeah. That's what his point was. Exactly but I think that. your bigger issue has to do with the audience retention variable. So when he separated off content that was dissimilar from the tours, mm -hmm. um, YouTube works really, really hard to understand who is this channel, what content did they make, yeah. so they can drop, drop into the recommendation engine. Mm -hmm and you had disparate content. Mm -hmm. And so by separating the channels, you're giving your organic channel a chance to really find its own, so to speak, yeah. and then to find that right target audience. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think it has more to do with that because that audience retention mm -hmm. is unique because basically what it says in, in my own simplistic terms is, a brand new baby channel will never be more popular in any rankings no. than an established channel. Mm -hmm. But like on TikTok, that's not a thing. No. You can have no followers and go viral because they have, yeah. a, they have a high virality coefficient. Mm -hmm. But YouTube has that anchor that says, we want slow, steady growth. But anybody who's doing YouTube, anybody I talk to, they hit a certain point where it's like all of a sudden the iceberg just pierced through the top of the yeah, water. Yeah, totally. Right. And it won't stop. That's what I'm trying there. to do. Yeah. Very simply, I'm trying to help Google and um, YouTube index me as Bingo. easily as possible. And I want to make sure that my, my vision for their place in the index is aligned with my business goals. Yes. So that's that's why we're trying. Well, yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, given the, 
like agent facing content should I think totally be separated. I think it's going to confuse YouTube about what your channel totally. is. Totally. So yeah. yeah, I think Tom Tools found the same thing. Yeah. Right, in that discussion yeah. recently, like a lot of people that are creating content, unless your page is just set up for recruiting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. But in this case, you want. I want people to validate I'm the best listing agent. And then yes. they're like, why is he training real estate agents on this? Page? Exactly. Yeah. And what is this golf yeah. video is all about? Or, and then, <laughs> or, or worst case, because you know how they refer your next video. Right. I don't want them referring an agent pro tips video exactly. yeah. after a Are tour. you calling expired listings? Here's the five <laughs> most important. They're like, I, is that what I am? Yeah. Is that how he reached me? No, it's like when I, when yes. we're watching the Kardashians, I yell to my girlfriend. I'll be like, get me out of this. Yes. <laughs> It'll Help. be the same thing. I don't want that happening on my YouTube channel. Right, right. <laughs> Okay, so so let's recap. You couldn't make it as a waiter, so you became a real estate agent. I was actually actor. Beverly Hills super waiter. <laughs> do, do you realize we were both waiting tables in the same year, and both of us had tables tell us to go into real estate? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We were meant for we this. Were meant for, you have and we I have been okay, on this a crash course. Really, this We've is getting really weird all of a sudden. Hold Did on, you here, know I'm your neighbor? On. Here, look, now I'm going to put this on you so you guys can be matchy-matchy. Okay, there we go. All right. Good. Couldn't make it as an actor, got into real estate. I love the fact that you spent three or four years being a mentee and really getting gritty and learning the business because that's a lost art for a lot of people. Everybody wants it so fast and it just, it can happen, but it's highly unlikely. Very unlikely. You did all the hard stuff. You knocked on doors, you called expireds, you figured out all the stuff that makes people great at this business. So the the layups become infinitely easier yep. when you've gone through the you know Detroit Pistons to make a layup and they were <laughs> exactly. just banging on you, Michael Jordan, right? But then the iconic moves, like you know, getting a coach, the realization that there's more to be done out there, right? Mm -hmm. The second one was loving on your sphere, which is so great to hear after expires, because some people think, oh, if he or she does expires, they're just a sniper. That's all they yeah. do. They're not really loving on their clients. So that, the events, and then video, and then building your team, which we only talked about a tad. Mm -hmm. We may have to have you on the show again and, and really I'm unpack ready. team. One last story. Mm -hmm greatest listing you ever sold, worst deal you ever did in the high end? They're actually the same. And I'm gonna humanize myself and also probably make people not wanna do luxury. I cold called a house that was $20 million. Mm -hmm. I got the meeting. Um, I brought uh, Mauricio along with me, yep. who by the way was celebrating, I think his 50th in, um, uh, in Aspen, yeah. so like I literally brought two iPads, one for my presentation and one with him <laughs> yes. on. Yes. Uh, and like he was like definitely partying, he had, like a flannel shirt, like <laughs> all this hair coming out of his shirt, and like his, he had an afro. Why, and why, you didn't bring the daughter. Like, Dude, why am I Billy? bringing you <laughs> yeah, to this? You're not helping. I'm like, behold, Mauricio Yamansky. <laughs> so the Playboy Mansion. He's like, hey, what's going on? Um, well, anyway, so um, we get this listing. <laughs> The biggest agent on the planet was unable to sell it. An agent on million dollar listing was unable to sell it. Not only do I sell this, but I sell it to my own buyer. Mm -hmm. And the one thing about my own buyer that he was that he knew about was title. And we had a not, a not clean title, so we'll, it took we'll a lot. On that. Yeah. yeah, so we yeah. took a lot of. It was going to take a lot of time to clear it up, but basically there was. Um, and by the way, these, these sellers were um, notoriously difficult, known to be such even mm -hmm. in town. Yes. And um, this was going to be like a huge leverage point for me. I was going to spend a million dollars marketing. <laughs> you sure, know, I'm like, yes. You know, so, so anyway, that said, um, we, uh, we finally get there and we're approaching a close, which was already going to be a long close. And they had announced like a sale at the courthouse steps. And the sellers kept saying, it's going away. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. And I had worked on this for like 15, 16 months in like a lot of 
of just aggravation. Mm -hmm. um, and um, because our buyer uniquely understood title, because what he used to do in his 20s, um, he just kept watching and watching. And it, even though the seller said it's not going to go, it went. And mm -hmm. he went to the courthouse steps and he bought the house. And I made no commission and no credit. Youch. <laughs> Youch is right. But Youch. here's the thing. I, What's the lesson? The lesson is, is who cares? Fill your pipeline. I mean, right. I was like bummed and like <clears> I really <throat> wanted it. But like if you're not, you said this on your Mindset Monday, which mm -hmm. I actually just played for my team yesterday because mm -hmm. the market's shifting and it's dynamic right, right now. Right. Is, um, you know, you got you to gotta choose your heart and you have to show up, mm -hmm. right? Tell the truth. Pay all these tell things. the truth. Don't be attached yeah. to the outcome. Don't, Don't be, be attached, attached to, to the, the outcome. outcome. So yeah, um, yeah. It, you know, was I bummed? Yes. Do I still make a good amount of money? Yeah, I do. I have other things I'm enjoying mm -hmm. and fulfilled from transferring my skills to my team. I have other very large listings. Did I really want to be able to say I double ended? a deal for which sure. would have been like $35 million. Mm -hmm. Yes, but like it'll come. And right. I did still cold call my way into that. That's impressive. It is. So. You know what? I, yeah, first of all, I appreciate the humility, right? I really do because like it's so hard for people to get. We only lose when we get, or we only learn really when we get punched in the face, mm -hmm. right? It's that moment when you sit there and go, oh, I really screwed that up. Okay. What's the what's a better approach? What can I learn from this? How can I never make that mistake again? Or you learn like I can call call my way into a twenty million dollar listing. Yeah, I true. did that right. There's so many insights in there. So I I love the. I mean, it sucks. I don't mean to make like a somber kind no, of I, I culmination it. to this yeah. thing, but like so many people are really focused on luxury, and for different right. people, luxury is a different thing because it's mm -hmm. all relative. Right. But um, you know, the higher you go, the more vested you are in the listings and. And um, time, emotion. Some of these take like three to five years to oh, yeah. sell yes. sometimes. Yes. And um, um, the the wins can be great, but the losses can be can be equally as great. So right. you have to, as my mom used to say, like, be careful what you ask for because mm -hmm. you might just get it. Mm -hmm. So um, it's amazing and fun. And quarter million dollar checks are, they're sick. But right. it's not like you have to. If they don't fall from trees. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. And and I'm not saying it's a, like I love it all, but I just feel like if your goal is world domination, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. may not be luxury. Look at like all the top, the people right. on like the top 500 lists. Mm -hmm. It's all like Home Depot and Lowe's mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. the people that are in volume. So right. all I'm saying is like, don't crap on, yeah. on the lower stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, totally. always. I used to say every closing is a good closing. Yeah. I don't care if it was a Winnebago, they took the wheels off and sold it on dirt. It was a good closing. Yeah. And so, then a $20 million mansion. Yep. Awesome. All right. We got to wrap it up to stay on track. This has sure. been super fun. Jason very spoke fun. way too much on this totally. show. It's a I lot. Was very this chatty. was like our coaching calls. He didn't get a word. It's very <laughs> chatty. Ben, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, make sure you follow Ben uh, everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Tinder. Just kidding. Right? Everywhere. Match.com. for sure. Guys, my girlfriend will see this. Exactly. We're just kidding. All right. It was a reference to But earlier. it absolutely <laughs> has been fun. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for watching. Thank Leave you. some comments. Let us know what you want to see more of, less of, all that good stuff. We appreciate you always. See you guys on the next show.